Shas Illuminated presents the following shir by Rabbi Moshe Chaim Byron. Mesecha Susaita has been dedicated by Mr. and Mrs. Noyach Stengel Le'iloi Nishmas, Faivel Yosef ben Chaim Leib and Yehuda Zev ben Faivel Yosef. Soito Daf Vov. The Gemara is discussing now which the Mishnah says that after Kini and Stiro, if the husband died before she had a chance to drink from the Mesoito, the din is Chaletzes Veloi Misyabemes, the brother cannot do Yibam, yet she still does need Chalitza. Gemara wants to know what is the Makar that she cannot do Yibam. The first thing Gemara brought B'Shem Rav Yosef, a drasha, v'yotzim e basic v'holcha v'hoitzel ish acher, l'ish acher v'loy l'yovam, from there we learn that she's also to the Yavam. Then there was a ista amri, another lashon of Rav Yosef, that it's a svara, rachmana omar v'yotzim e basic v'holcha v'hoitzel ish acher, d'loy l'istri l'beisei, the Torah is telling him, a husband to be megarish his wife, if it's motzabar evaz dover, surely the Torah would not give a mitzvah on the Yavam to be miyavim her. And that Gemara asks, so maybe she should be also to everyone, Anyone else, we're not giving a mitzvah for him to marry her. If he wants to, he can. But for us to say that there's a mitzvah on the Yavim to marry her, after the Torah wants the husband to get rid of her, that would not be mistaber. Therefore, she's potter from Yibam. Now Rashi over here at the top of the Omer, he adds a very important point. After he explains the Swar of the Gemara, that it's not Shaykh, there should be a mitzvah of Yibum, Rashi then says, already we know that it's an Isser for the Yavim to do Yibum. Once there is no mitzvah of Yibum, already it's not even an option if he wants to, because now she's also to him with an Isser of Kores, the Isser of Eishes Ach, Shaloi Mitzvah. Rashi holds, and even though there still is a mitzvah of chalitza, but once we're pattering the mitzvah of Yibum, Nare, we consider them usher to each other with an Isr Kareis of Eishasach Shaloi B'Mokai Mitzvah. Now the Kenoi over here points out that this is not poshut. He writes, B'Yavomis Ha'arachti, I was married about this in Mesechus Yavomis, B'chol Hanik D'choltzis V'loimis Yabais, in all cases, where the Torah says that she needs chalitza, but she cannot have Yibum, if she cannot have Yibum Midai Raisa, then what is the din? Is it usher B'Isr Eishasach? Meaning, this we know for sure, that in the case where she's an erva to the Yavam, a woman falls to Yibam and she's Osir b'Isr Kareis to the Yavam, there for sure the din is that she's potter both from Yibam and from Chalitza, and there the din is that she's Osir b'Isr Eishes Ach to the Yavam, in other words, besides the Isr erva that she is, for example, if she's the daughter of the Yavam, she has an Isr of Abbas, she's also Osir b'Isr Eishes Ach, since there is no Mitzvah Yibam, this is an Eishes Ach, Shaloi B'Mokai Mitzvah. Now we also know in the case... When Midaraisa she could do Yibam, just Midarbonon she cannot. For example, Chayve Lavin, if a woman falls to Yibam and she's Osir Be'isr Lav to the Yavam, there the is Midaraisa, we say, Essay Doiche Loisasei, really the Yavam should be able to do the mitzvah of Yibam, that would override the Loisasei. The Rabbanon said that they should not do Yibam, it's only Din Darbonon, there for sure, we don't say that they're Osir Be'isr Eishes Ach, Shalei Mitzvah, there is a mitzvah Yibam over here, even though the Rabbanon said not to. In this case, we definitely will not consider an Eishas Ach Shaloi B'Mokai Mitzvah. However, there's a middle case, a case where Midir Reisah she cannot have Yibum, but she still does need Chalitza. She's not an erva which has Kareis, that would be part of from Chalitza as well. An example would be a Chayvei Essay, for example, Almona L'Kain Gadol, a woman who falls to Yibum and the Yavim is the Kain Gadol and she's an Almona. There Midir Reisah we do not allow Yibum. It's not a Dindar Abon, it's a Dindar Reisah. Yet still the din is that she needs Chalitza. We learn this out of Psukim. Over here, the Achreinim have a Shailah. In this case, if he will go ahead and do Yibum, will he be over the Isr Kareis of Eishasach Shalei B'Mokai Mitzvah?
On one hand, since Midei Reis, there's no mitzvah sibum, that which B'derechal, the Torah's matter, the Isser of Eish is only B'mokan mitzvah, this case would be Shuloi B'mokan mitzvah, therefore there should be a Chiyiv Kareis. On the other hand, this is different than an Erva, and Erva has no Zika for even Bechlal, here there is a Zika, for that reason she needs Chalitza, maybe this case we will not call an Eish Yisach Shuloi B'mokan mitzvah, there won't be Kareis B'shem Eish Yisach. This is well known as the Suffolk of the Mishnah Lamelech in the Prashas Drochim, and this is one of the most basic Chakiris in Mesechah Zivomis. Agopon Rashav here seems to be saying that since there's no mitzvah sibam and male, there will be an Isra of Eishasach. And the Karen Er says this is not Pasha, he's Marechabad in Yavomis. And he adds that here in Ersugyo, where it's really not a Pasha, it's only a Svara, Rashav here is going in the second Lashon of Rabbi Yosef, which is a Svara, Rachman Omer, Lelistri, Lebese. Here it would be even more misdabbered to say that we do not look at it as an Eishasach, Shalai B'mokai Mitzvah, rather it is B'mokai Mitzvah, and there's no Isra Eishasach. Now in the Chedusha Agriz over here, on Dafayim Rebbeiz, he discusses this point as well. He quotes the Rashi in Davava Meralf, and he says that the Mashmois of Rashi is that these two Tzadim, whether they'll be in Isra Eishasach, Shalai B'mokai Mitzvah over here, should be telling the two Lashonis of Rabbi Yosef. Rashi only in the second Lashon made this point, that it's Eishasach, Shalai B'mokai Mitzvah. And Rizkrav explains that according to the first Lashon of Rabbi Yosef, it's a Joshua Leish Acher V'loy the Torah gave a new Isser that the Saita is also to the Yavam. That's not a direct tour in the mitzvah of Yibam. Therefore, we could consider it as if there really is a mitzvah of Yibam, just there's a side Isser preventing it, and therefore we will not say that this is Eishasach Shulebimokai mitzvah, rather it is Bimokai mitzvah. However, according to the second Lashon of Rabbi Yisif, it's a Svar that there should be no Nefil Yibam. It's not Mistab that the Torah would give the mitzvah of in this case. If there is no mitzvah of Yibam, then it's considered an Eishasach Shulebimokai mitzvah. That's why Rashi makes this point at Dafka over here in the second Lashon of the Gemara. Now the truth is, this point already is discussed in one of the Rishonim in the Me'iri. He asks Akash over here, Enechanami, because of the Svara, Rachman Omar, Lelister, Lebesei, Vat Amr, Tesiabim, Yivumi, we can't tell the Yavim that he has a mitzvah to do Yibam. Nevertheless, the Me'iri asks, maybe if he wants to marry her, he should be allowed to, because there's no Isra Eish over here. In other words, in his Kashi's understanding that there's a heter to the Isra Eish because Lemaise, the husband, died without children, the Torah's matter the brother to marry her, and even though there's no mitzvah over here, as Zigmar explains, we can't give a mitzvah to the Yavam to marry this Saita, nevertheless, if he wants to marry her, he should be allowed to, not as a mitzvah, rather as a rishus. And this to Meir gives two terutsim, first he says, Shem shu mitzvah If for matter him, maybe he thinks that it's a mitzvah and he's supposed to do it, he's going to push himself to do it, and we don't want that, therefore we tell him that he's not allowed to marry her. Then the Meiri adds, Oy, shemitech shehufka ha-mitzvah, nasis ke'ein eishesach sheloi b'mokai mitzvah. The Meiri seem to have a suffix, these are his two tzadim. At first he says, Enechanami, it's only din drabonon. Really, we should allow, to ma- allow him to marry her if he wants. There's no isra eishesach over here. And it's only din drabonon that we don't want him to, so he doesn't think that it's a mitzvah. But then the Meiri brings a second side. The mashmois of his second side is that it's osr mizay raisa. It becomes like an eishesach sheloi b'mokai mitzvah. Once we're telling the Yavim there's no mitzvah, now already it's Osir, there's an Isra Kares, like an Eishasach, Shaloi B'mokai Mitzvah. L'chara, these are the two Tzadim of the Me'iri, this discussion of the Achreinim. And one can take a look in the Mishnah Lamelech and Hilchas Yibam Perek Vav, Halacha Yutes, he discusses what happens if he will go ahead and be Mekadish, this Saita. This is really telling the same two Tzadim, if we'll consider her an Eishasach, Shaloi B'mokai Mitzvah, she's Osir, Be'isr Kares, and Kedushin will not be Typhus. The Mishnah Lamelech quotes a Mahari Galanti who understood 
that in this case, when the Yavim is Mikadosh the Saita, the Kedushin is Taifis, and the Mishnah Melch argues, he says that she's also Be'isra Kares, and therefore the Kedushin is not Taifis. Now, Kvegor on the side of the Ram over there, in Perik Vav Yutes, he brings an interesting Raya, that the Ramam holds that there actually is an Isr Kares of Eish Yisach Shloi Mitzvah. He brings a Raya from an unexpected source, a Ram in Hilchas Mamre in Perik Dalet Halacha Beis. The Ram is going through the Halachas of Zokin Mamre, a Tamachachim who paskins a din against the Sanhedrin Agodal, his Chayv Miso, and the Ram of their paskins, it has to be a Psak, which is Negea Achiv Kares. Either direct Chayv Kares, or the Ram says, a Psak which eventually could lead to Achiv Kares, that also will be included in the Chiv Misa for Zokin Mamre. The Raman Alacha Beis goes through a number of examples where there could be a machlaikis between the Sanhedrin Agadol and this Zokin Mamre, which could eventually be negated to a Chiv Kares. One of the examples that the Ramam gives is the Din of Ashkoas Saita. The Ramam says if there's a machlaikis between the Bezin Agadol and the Zokin Mamre about a certain woman, whether her situation makes her classified as a Saita or not, that could eventually lead to a question about a of Kares. How is that? He explains, if one opinion says that she does have a din of a Saita, she has to drink from the May Saita, and the other says that she does not, and then eventually, before she got a chance to drink, the husband died without children, so if you held that she had a din of a Saita, so she's also to the Yavam. If she did not have a din of a Saita, then she does have mitzvah Sibam. This, the Ramam says, is an Afkamina, where there'll be Negea of Kares. He doesn't explain any further, and Rikvegor says, from here you see the Rambam holds... And in the case where a woman had a din of a saita and she was not supposed to do yibum, if the brother will go ahead and do yibum, he'll be over in isr karis. If you hold like the other side of the achrenim in the sugya, that even if there's no mitzvah yibum, still we don't consider an eishes ach shleibim mokay mitzvah, and there'll be no chiyiv karis. And what does the Rama mean to say that this is a nafkamina? This is a shaila which could eventually come to a shaila of karis, whether there's a chiyiv yibum or not. Either way, the if he's miyabim, he won't be mochiyiv karis. From here, you see the Rama is not like that. There will be a chiyav karis. We'll consider an eishesach shloig b'mokay mitzvah. We can take a look further in the kibitz aris simen gimel sifkat and alif. He brings this sofik of the precious drachim, and he quotes that the avnim loom held that there's no such a thing as a case where there'll be a woman who needs chalitza mederaisa, yet there'll still be an iser eishesach shloig b'mokay mitzvah. In other words, the avnim loom holds in the case where we didn't patter the zika totally. The woman still needs chalitza, so even if you're not allowing yibum. And even if it's Mideraisa that we don't allow the Yibam, we still don't say it's considered Eishasach Shalai B'mokai Mitzvah, that's considered B'mokai Mitzvah. In the Kaibut Aris, Rabbi Chanan brings a right from Er Sugya, from the Rashi that we see over here, this is a case where Mideraisa, you need Chalitza, and we don't allow Yibam, and Rashi says that then is, it's considered an Eishasach Shalai B'mokai Mitzvah. Now I'll continue on, the Gemara quotes Rava, he has a different Makar to that which the Din is in the Mishnah that one cannot do Yibam to a Saita. He says, If this woman became usher to her husband, who she had been muttered to all along, so in the Yavam, who she was always usher to, she should be usher. Rashi over explains in Deber Maschal Ba'asrla, he explains the Koshkin is, like Koshkin Shenesru Nisui Harishain, Shalilis Yabim Mikayach Oison Hanisuin. The whole purpose of Yibim is to take over the Nisuin from the first husband. If that Nisuin itself was usher, then Koshkin. We don't, take, we don't tell the Yavam, who had been ushered to her all along, that he should take over that Nisuin. Rather, Koshkein, she's ushered to the Yavam. The Gemara uses this same Kavachimer for the din of Machsir Grushasai. If a man divorced his wife and after she remarried, he then took her back again, that's ushered, it's the din of Machsir Grushasai. If afterwards he dies without children, there's no Yibam, 
she needs chalitza, but the Yavim cannot do Yivam mikayach this kav v'chaymer im nesher b'muter lo v'osr lo loy kol shekein. Now the Gemara then asks a kasha, we should say the same kav v'chaymer in the case of an Ishus kain shenenso umeis v'yeshli achalol. We should also say like this Yavim im nesher b'muter lo v'osr lo loy kol shekein. She became osr to her husband when she was nenso. If after the husband dies and she falls to Yivam to a cholol, a cholol is mutter to this woman who was nenso. Even though she has a din of a zayna and she's also to a kain, but to a cholol she's mutter. The Gemara is asking a kasha, we should say this kavachimer and you should not be allowed to do yibum. And that the Gemara answers, Onis be Yisrael mishra shari v'gabig dahai like a yisura. As far as this cholol, he's like a yisrael, and to him it was never said the iser, meaning even if this would have happened while she was married to him, she also would never become officer to him because he has a din of a yisrael, as opposed to Aristigo, which is talking about a seita. A woman who's mezana barotzing tachas bayla is always usher to her husband. Here we see the kavachaymer that she's usher to the yavam. Now, kapam the gemara's mevur that in this case the chol will be able to do yibum to this aishas kain chenensa that was partial to the gemara all along. The question just was why is that true? Why don't you make the kavachaymer? And that the gemara gives a teretz. Now, from here a number of achaynim ask a very strong kasha on a nimuki yosef in the beginning of yivomus. We discussed in the previous year. And Erhol Sugya, the whole discussion about Yibam to a Saita, this is by a Suffolk Saita, meaning a woman who had Kini and Stira. A Vade Saita, a woman who we have Adim that she was Mizane, the Gemara Yivamis tells us in the Afyuralif that Tumok Sidba Karayis, the Torah uses a lotion of Tumma on her, she has a din of an Erva, and the Erva, the din is that if she falls to Yibam, she's potter from both Yibam and from Chalitza, both her and the Tsara. We explained in the previous year why Tumok Sidba Karayis does not apply to a Suffolk Saita, only to a Vade Saita. Now the Nebuchadnezzar Yosef in Yevambas and the Beis Amir Aleph in the Dapa Yerif on the bottom of the Omer, he has a suffix, that which we say Tumok Sidba Kairayis, by an Eishas Yisrael Shazinza Berotain, will that also apply by an Eishas Kain Shazinza Berotain, but we say there also Tumok Sidba Kairayis, and if so, there also we'll say that both her and the Tzara are potter from Yibam and from Chalitza. He doesn't explain his Tutstadim, but the Pashtas is, his Shaila is, do we find that the Torah uses the Lashon of Tumor, by an Eishas Kain Shazintzabainis, just as we find the Torah uses the Lashon of Tumah by Eishas Yisrael Shazintzabiratzain, if we will find this Lashon of Tumah, then we'll say the Din of Tumah Karayis, and she'll be part of a new man from Chalitza. And the number of Achreinim, the Beis Shmuel, and Evan Ezer, Simen Kufa, and Gimbal, Sifkot, and Yud, as well as the Mishnah, the Melech, and Hilchas Yibam, Perek Vav, Alachag Yotas, they say, L'charis Mefurish, and the Gemara, and Yuvamus, and Nunvavam, and Beis, that we do say Tumah Ksidba Karayis by Eishas Kain Shazintzabainis. The Gemara there says that the Baal, the Kain, if he takes her back after she was in Tzabainis, he gets Malkus for the love of La Yuchal Abayla Harisha and Loshav Lekachta Achari Asharhutamo. Just as the Gemara Yivamus Yeralev says that by Eishas Yisrael, if he takes his wife back after she was Mizana Barotain, he's over that love. So too the Gemara says that Eishas Kain, after his in Tzabainis, he's also over that love if he takes her back. If so, it's Mephush in that Gemara that Tomok Sidbakarais applies here as well. And Eishas Kain Shazin Tzabainis has a din of an erva, it should be partial that it's parted from Yibam and from Chalitza, both her and the Tzara. Now in this, a number of Achreinim, Rebbe Kvegor on this Mishnah, and Mishnah here in Saito, as well as in the Mishnah Melech that we mentioned before, they ask a very strong kasha from Ersugya. It's a kasha on the Nemuka Yosef, and the truth is, as we said, it's really a kasha from the Gemara, Daphne, Vavim, and Beis, and Yivamis, which is before that we do say Tomok Sidbakarais by Eishas Kain Shazin Tzabainis. And in Ersugya we see... Now it's partial to the Gemara, that Eishas Kain Shazin Tzabainis does not have a din of an erva, and the Maisa din is that if there's a brother who's a Chalol, he could do Yibum. 
even in the Havmin of Agamar, that we should say a Kavachimer, the Mutilon Nesra, but even in that Havmin, that would only say that he can't do Yibom, he would still need to do Chalitza, like we see in Ersuge by Yasoita. When we say this Kavachimer, the din is Chalitzas Fulemis Yabemis, so in the Havmin here as well, Eshes Kain Shenenza should be Chalitzas Fulemis Yabemis. But this much we do see from the Gemara that it was Pasha, that there's no din of an Erva, we don't say that she's Pasha from Yibom and from Chalitza. Therefore, the Maisa, if there's a brother who's a Chal, he could even do Yibum. And if there's no brother who's a Chal, and only a brother who's a Kosher Kain, so he can't do Yibum for a different reason, because she's ushered to him just as she's ushered to the first brother, because she heard din of a Zaina. But the Maisa, she would not have a din of an Erva, and the brother would have to do Chalitza. This is the Kasha of the Achreinim. Again, Bekitzer, the Kasha is, Eishas Kain Shezintza Ba'inas should have the same din of Eishas Yisrael Shezintza Ba'ratzain. If it was a Vadei Zaina, the din is that she's an Erva, and there's no even more chalitza, that's not the need in the sugya. The need in our sugya is when there's no tomok sibba kairais. The Rabbachan in the Kaibitz Aris, which we mentioned in the previous year, in Simon Tesvav, Sifkat and Gimel, he says, Lachar, we can answer this kasha based on that which he quoted, B'Shem the Tvoy Shar. The Tvoy Shar learned that even though the Gemara says in Yevamus that by a site of Vadai tomok sibba kairais, that which the Torah considers her a tomo, like an erva, that's clapping her husband. After she's Mizana Baratzain, she's now ushered to her husband as an erva. How do we apply this to the Yavam? If the husband dies, now there's a question of Yibum, who said we consider her an erva to the Yavam? And this, the Tvorshah explains that the Gemon Yavam Yeralif is really relying on Ergamara, which says that there's a Kavachimer, that's a Kavachimer to say that an Isser, which applies to the husband, Koshkin, it should apply to the Yavam. That's what the Gemon Yavamus is relying upon. And once we consider an erva to the husband, we'll also consider an erva to the yavam. Once she's an erva to the yavam, she's partner from yibam and from chalitza. According to this, Rabbi says we can answer the kasha of the achrayim in our sugya, and that is since even if we know tomoksibakaris, we have to come onto the kavachimer of rava. And Agamar says the kavachimer of rava does not apply to an eshes kain shezinta ba'inis. If a brother who's a chal wants to do yibam, as Agamar explains, a chal is like an yisrael. He's not Bechal this Isra at all, and therefore the Kavachemer does not apply. If so, we understand the brother who's the Chal could do Yibum, even though Tumak Sibba Kairais, that's only for the husband, that Isra will not go over to the brother who's the Chalol, and he'll be allowed to do even Yibum. This is not a full Teretz, this is only the Maskana in the Havmin of the Gemara that we do say the Kavachemer, and the Kasha of the Chalim remains, because the Gemara's Mashma, even if we would say the Kavachemer, that would only tell us the Yavum who's the Chal cannot do Yibum. But the Gemara's mashma that they would still need chalitza, according to what we're saying now, once there's a kavachimer, then the din of tumak sibakarais will go over to the yavam, she should be potter even from chalitza. Secondly, we could ask, once we see the Gemara says there is tumak sibakarais, veishas kain shenenza, even if we say like the Tuvashar, that even with tumak sibakarais, you still have to come onto the kavachimer, if so, we answer why by kain chalol, we don't potter from even man from chalitza using tumak sibakarais, because as the Gemara says, there is no Kavachimer Lamaskana, but still by a Kain Kosher, where there is a Kavachimer, there surely we should say Tumaksid Bakarais, even according to the Tuashar. If so, what was the shine of the Namuki Yasef? Agamar should be a Raya, that we do say Tumaksid Bakarais if the brother is a Kain Kosher. And furthermore, we could ask, based on that which we said in the previous year, we brought a Raya from Taisis Hayomid Bey's Dibur Maschal Ilu Isay Lebal, that Taisis does not hold like the Tuashar. The din of Tumok Sibbakarais is not dependent on the Kavachimur of Rava. If so, again, the Kasha would come back. Why don't we say Tumok Sibbakarais? 
by this Eishas Kainches in Tzabainis. There are other tzutzim given to this kasha of the Achreinim. One can take a look in the Achiezer, Simen Aleph, Oisir Gimel, the Chaznish in Ebn Ezer, Simen Koflamet, Sifkot and Zayin, and the Chedusha of Shmuel and Yivomis, Simen Ches. Now move on for now to another point. In Taisis over here, Dibar Maschal, Eishas Kainches, and Taisis asks a kasha, in the end of the Dibar Maschal, Avul Yeshla Tmoya, Taisis asks, why don't we say this Kavu Chaymer, in the case of Yisrael, he became a Ptuadaka after the marriage. He now becomes usher to his wife. But before he was Megarashur, he dies without children. Then in this case is that the brother could do Yibam, the brother who is not a Ptuadaka. And Taisa asks, why don't we say the same Kavachimer? If to her husband, who she was always mutter to, she became usher, to the Yavim, who she was always usher to, for sure she should be usher. Taisa leaves off with the Kasha. However, we can over here in the Gilgit Nashas, it's Mitzayin, to look in Taisus and Yavam Mustaf, pay Dawud on Mitbez, over there Taisus gives a Teretz. And the Taisus, the Russian Erzig as well, he asks this Kasha, and he gives this Teretz. And that is, that the Kavachimer is only a Shaykh in the case, where there was a Kilkel that happened to the Isha. That's the Lashon of the Taisus, the Rosh, Alehecha Shemachmas Kilkel She'ira Be'isha Nesra Be'muterla, Kimaisaita Umachser Grushasai. Something happened to the woman which made her usher to the husband, like by Yisaita, she had Kina and Stira. By Master Kushasai, after she was divorced, she married someone else. Something was done to her which made her usher to the husband. There we say a Kavachimer, if she became usher to the one she was mutter to, Kolkan, she should be usher to the Yavam, who she was always usher to. Now Shainkin, in this case of Petsua Daka, that which he's usher to her has nothing to do with anything happening to her. It's something that happened to him. There we don't say the Kavachimer, just because she became usher to the first husband, that's not a reason why she should be usher to the Yavam. The Rebbechon in the Kaivitz Aris, Simon Tesvov, Sifkot and Dalid, he quotes this Taisus in Yavamis, and he says the Svara of Taisvis is similar to that which Rashi in Ersugya says, which we quoted earlier, in Dibar Maschal Leka Yisura, his Lashon is, Shari Machmas Nesun Harishonim Hinnizkekes Liyibom, Vim Halabal Neskalkalo Kavachimer Liyavam. Since the whole Yivam is coming Mikayach the first marriage, if something happened which asked her to her husband, Kavachimer, that would ask her to the Yavam. And Rebbechan explains, this means to say, if something happened which asked her the marriage, a woman having Kinyan and Stira asked her in this first marriage, for sure the Yibam, which is a continuation of this marriage, will be Aser. Rebbechan explains, this is what Taisis means as well. By Saita and Master Gushase, something happened which asked her to the husband, it was an Iser in the Nisuin, there we say Koshkin, she's also to the Yavam, Mashenkin Ptuadaka, even though they're ushered to each other, it's not because of anything which ushered the marriage. It's something personally which happened to him. It ushers him from marrying anybody. Over there we don't say the Kavachimer. Now based on this, Rabbi Hanan says, we can now understand the Sfaris of the Tutstadim that the Nemuk Yosef had in his Shailah, which we mentioned earlier. And that is that even though the Nemuk Yosef knew that there is a Tomok Siv Bakarais, as the Gemara says, Mefurish and Yivamus Nunvov, but still the Suffolk of the Nemuk Yosef was... Would we say a kavachimer on that din tumboksiv bakarais? And he explains, on one hand, we could say this is an iser which came because of the ishus, a woman who's married to a kain. If she's nensa, the Torah says she gets a, t- a din of tumma to her husband. On the other hand, Rabbi Chanan says that since the iser is based on the fact that he's a kain, if he would have been a yisrael, she would not become usher to him. The ishus alone is not enough of a reason. That if she's Nensa, she'll become Osir. It's only with the Tzirah for the fact that he's a Kayin. Here the Nebuchadnezzar had a tat to say we shouldn't look at it as if it's a Kilkel in the Ishos. 
rather a psal specifically to him, if so, he won't say the Kavachimer, and even in the case where the brother is a Kayin Kosher, he, and he's also to her for a different reason, because she has a Shem Zayna, she's also to any Kayin. But as far as this din of Toma Karayis, for her to be considered an erva to the brother, that's something which would have to go over from the first marriage, and if we're not going to consider it an Isser, which comes Machmas the Ishus, then it's not going to go over to the brother of the Yavam. This is where Rebbe explains the Suffolk of the Nemuk Yosef, should we compare this Isser, the Din Tomok Silva Karayis by Ishus Kain Chenenza, to the Din of Asaita that had Kinyan Stira, or to the Din of Machzer Kushase, where we say the Kavachimur of Rava, or should we compare it to the case of Fetzua Daka, which Taisa says is not an Isser which is negated to the Ishus, and now we don't say the Kavachimur. This is the way Rebbe explains the Tooth Sodom of the Nemuk Yosef, and again it's based on that which the Tvois Shar learns, that Tomok Karayis is really a Din to the husband, in order for it to go over to the Yavam, you have to come onto the Kavachimer. This was the Suffolk of the Nemuk Yosef, whether you say the Kavachimer in this case. The Maisa does not answer the Kasha how this fits with Ersugya. Ersugya is mashma, you would say this Kavachimer in the case where the brother is a Kain Kosher. Only when the brother is a Kain Chol, you don't say the Kavachimer. And if so, then again the Kasha is, what is the Nemuk Yosef Suffolk? If the brother is a Kain Kosher, we should say the Kavachimer, and there should be Din Tumuk Sidbakarais, you should be parted from Yibam and from Chalitza. And further, as we asked, in the Havmin of the Gemara, that even by Kohen Chol, you say the Kavachimer, the din should be that she should be parted from Yibam and from Chalitza. The Gemara's mashma that even in the Havmin, it would only be a Torah from Yibam, not from Chalitza. Now, begin the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Ve'elu asura yispinlecho betshumo. One of the cases in the Mishnah is, Shabo edim shitmeyo. And the Gemara's mavur, there's no difference if they came before she was Shaysa or after she was Shaysa. Even if she already drank from the Meisaita, if afterwards Edom come and are made that she was Mizana, she's Asr Bachilas Chuma. Now Kipshutai, and we'll see more about this soon, there's no difference if they're made that she was Mizana during the steer that the Edom came to be made on, or if they're made about a totally different Znus that we don't have any Edis on the Stira. Either way, the Din is, the Edom are believed, and she's Asr to eat Chuma. Now the Gemara of Amram brings a member from Rav Sheshis, a Saita that has Edim who know about the Znos, the Mayim will not be Baitikar, he dashes this from a Pasuk, Venistra of Hinitma, the Edim Ba, the Leka the Yodaba, the Fukeha, the Ika the Yodaba, here where the Edim know about it, the Mayim will not be Baitikar. And Sheshes brought a right from the Mishnah, Shabola Edim Shehitmeya, he explains it's talking about after the Shtiya, and the question is, how could the Edim be Nemon, Tigali Muslim, Afred, the Sadi, Shakri Ninu, the fact that the Mayim did not affect her, that should be a raya, that the Edom are lying. Elma, you see that since there were Edom in Medina Sayyam, there were Edom who knew about the Znos, the Mayim does not affect her. If Yosef was madcha, there's no raya, it could be because she had a schos toile, that's why we don't say the Edom are shakronim. Now Rasha of Yerdiba Maschal, Saita Shiesla Edom in Medina Sayyam, he says something very important which many Achreinim are mayrach about. Rashi says, what do the Edom know about? Shero Shenitma Mizeh. They know that she was nitma with this person who she had kinu and stira to. The Mishnah Melech and the Karen Oira, many other Achonim, they're Medayik. Rashi's mashma in a case where they're Edom about a different znos, either with a different bayal, or even if it's the same bayal, but a different time, not during this steer that we already know about, the steer that she's coming to drink for, that would not prevent the Mayim from being Baidikar. In other words, if she really was Mizana during this stira, which we have Edus on, and there are no Edom who know about it, their Edom will know about a different Znus, that would not prevent the Mayim from affecting her 
It's only if there's Edus about this is Nus. That's where we say, Lafuke Hod, the Ika, the Yotaba. That's where the Mayim will not be Baidikar. And the Mishnah Malach asks, if so, so what about in the case where there was Kini and Stira for one person, and she drank from the Meisaita and she was not affected? Later on, Edom comment are made about a different Nus. As we said before, the Pashas of the Mishnah is, and in this case, the Edom also are Nemon, and the din is that she's also Bachilas Truma. And Mishnah Melch asks, the Kasha should remain in this case, we should say, Sahadi Shakri Ninu, Akarcha the Edom are lying, because when she drank the Meisaita, we know this is Mavur later on, that the Maim is Baidikar, whether she was Mazana during this year, which she had Kinoi from, or if she was Mazana any other time, as the Mishnah says in Dafir Chesom at Aleph, even if she was Mazana with a different person, the Maim is always Baidikar. And if so, when the Edom come and are made on a different Znus, a karcha the Edom are lying, because why was the Maim not Baidikar? And here you don't have the Teretz, it wasn't Baidikar because there were Edom in Medina Sayyam. Edom only makes a difference if there were Edom on this stira that she's drinking for. There are Edom that know that she was Mazana, then the Maim is not Baidikar. If Edom know about a different Znus, the Maim will be Baidikar. And since it wasn't, a karcha the Edom must be lying. So the Mishnah Malach explains, he says, Akarcha, you have to say Badas Rashi, and even if Edom come and are made on a different Znus, we don't say that they're Shakranim, because perhaps really, during the steer which she drank the Mayim for, she was Mazana, and there were Edom that know about that Znus. Once there were Edom on that Znus, it's no longer the Eid Ein Ba, the steer that which she's drinking for, has Edom that know about the Znus at that time, that makes the Mayim ineffective, it will not be Baidikar now, not for that Znus, nor for any other Znus. So when the Edom comment are made about a different Znus, it's no longer a Kasha, how could it be that what they're saying is true, the Mayim should have been Baidikar, the reason why the Mayim was not Baidikar is because there are also Edom about the Znus during the Stira, so the Mayim has no effect. In other words, once we know this member of Reb Sheshis, there no longer is a tiny of Sadi Shakinunu, no matter which Znus they come to be made on, we could always be told that the Mayim didn't work, because there are also Edom in Medina Sayyam, that she was Mazana during the steer which she drank for. This is how the Mishnah Melech wants to explain Rashi. However, he then asks a strong Kasha, he says, if this is the Pshan and Rashi, then it should come out with a major nafkamina. And that is, in a case where two Edom come and are made on a different Znus, not the time that she had the steer, we accept the Edom, she's also to the husband, she's also to the Baal, the Baal and Chuma. But what about the first man, the one who she had Kini and steer with? After that Kini and steer, she drank from the Meisaito, we then told her that she's mutter to the husband and to that man as well. Later on, when the Edom come back to the different Znus, we asked her to her husband and to the second boil, but Kapshuta, she's still mutter to the first boil. The Mishnah Melch asks, the din should be that she should be also to that boil, since the only way we could explain how the Edom are not Shakranim is by saying that she really was Mizana during the first stira, and that's why the Mayim wasn't Baidikar, she was Mizana, and there were Edom about that Znus. With that, though, we have no other way of explaining how could it be that what the Edom are saying are, is true, and yet at the same time the Mayim was not Baidikar, so this should cause us to reach the conclusion that she was actually Mizana by the first stira. And even though what difference would that make? Either way, Lamaisa, right now she's also to the husband, she's also Betruma. It would make a difference that we should also ask her to that first bail. And since we don't find such a din, Kapshuta, this is not the case. She's mutter to him. Therefore, it would be difficult to explain Rashi this way. And because this Kasha, the Mishnah Melech argues on Rashi. He says the Pashtis is not like Rashi. Rather, any Znus that there are Edim on the Mayim will not be Baidikar from that Znus. Regardless if it's the Znus during the Kinyan steer that we know about, or Znus a different time, the Mayim only has a Kayach to be Baidikar 
for as nus that we have no other way of finding out about, as nus that there are Edom of Medina Sayyam, there is a way that eventually we'll find out about it. The Torah was not Mechadish this Kayach, that the Mayim should be Baitikar. Therefore, the din of the Mishnah, Shabo Edom Shitmeya, even if Edom are coming to be made about a different nus, not during the Kenyan steer that we know about, the Edom are Neman, and we can't ask the Kasha, why was the Mayim not Baitikar? Since there were Edom on that nus, the Mayim does not help. According to Rashi, that's a different nus. That's not the nus of the Kenyan stira. And the fact that there were Edom here, that should not have prevented the Mayim from, be, from being Baidikar. According to the Mishnah Lamelech, any nus that there are Edom on, the Mayim will not affect her, and therefore it's not a kasha. Now this is all as far as the Mayim being Baidikar from a nus that we have Edom on. What about in the case where there are Edom and Medina Sayyam on one Mayim's nus? So for that Mayim's nus, the Mayim will not affect her. Is that Edus also enough to prevent the Mayim from affecting her from a different Nus which we do not have Edus on? Now here the Mishnah Malach differentiates between whether this Edus, the Edus from Medina Sayyam, is on this Nus of the Kenyan Stira that she's coming to drink for, or on a different Nus. He says, if there's Edus from Medina Sayyam on this Nus of the Kenyan Stira, then not only will that prevent the Mayim from affecting her for that specific Nus, but it will also disqualify that Shtia entirely. In other words, if we're coming to be mechaifer to drink because of a kinyan and a stira, and in that stira that we have edus on, there are edim and dina sayam that know that she was mezane, the whole shtiyas meisaita was not intended for such a situation where there are edim on this stira, and therefore the mind will not affect her even for a different nus which we do not have edus on. However, if the case is the opposite, the stira that she's coming to drink for, there are no edim will know about his nus, there are edim will know about a different nus, over there we don't say the entire shtia is invalidated. The mind will still be baidikar for any znus which there is no edus about. A znus which does have edus that we said according to the Mishnah Melech, the mind will never affect her on that. But for a different znus which does not have edus, the mind will because in this case the mind was not invalidated. Now based on this distinction, the Mishnah Melech answers a kasha which he quotes B'Shem Marit. An interesting kasha. That is, the Mishnah later on says in Dafir Chesom at Beis, according to the Shita of Rameyer, when the Kayin gives the Saita to drink, he makes a Shvua, and she has to answer Amen, and included in her answering Amen, Rameyer says, is that she means to say, Amen Shalai Nitmesi, Amen Shalai Atame. She has to make a Shvua also for the future that she will not be Metame. And the Gemara of there in Yerchesom at Beis explains, according to Rameyer, the May Saita has an effect on her, even if in the future, Shall be mizana. The maim then also will be baidikar. In other words, the effect of the maim is not only at the time it's drunk; it has a lasting effect. If in the future she's mizana, also the maim will be baidikar. And Marit asks that the Gemara did chesam base at the bottom discusses whether Aisha is shaysa v'chayzer v'shaysa. If she already drank once from the meisaita, then later on she has another kini and stira. Could we give her once again to drink from the meisaita? Gemara talks about what's the din if it's the same bile, what's the din if it's a different bile. Akupam Marit asks, what will be the point in giving her to drink once again from the Meisaita if we hold like the Shita of Rameyer, the first time she drinks, that affects even the future. So what's the point of giving her to drink a second time? Either way, the first Shtia will accomplish everything. And the Mishnah Melech answers this Kasha based on the site that he said before. He says, well, that maybe the first Shtia had Edom on that Znos during that Stira. For that reason, the mind will not affect her. It doesn't affect her on that znus, and it won't affect her on any other znus either, since that shtia was irrelevant. Any shtia that has edus on it is a shtia shaloi kedin, and the mind will not affect her. 
Therefore, if she has a kinyan stira once again, now we could give her to drink a second time, and the man will be baidikar if she was mizana during the second stira. In order to answer this kasha of marit, you have to say both you say this. Firstly, that a shtia which is coming mikaych a stira that has edus on the znos, that shtia will not affect her even for a different znos. And secondly, if there's no edus on the znos of this stira, even if there is edus on a different znos, if that's not the znos that she's coming to drink for, then the mind will affect her. Therefore, in this case, Rechayshu said the first Kenyan stira had edus on the znos, and therefore the mind will not affect her at all. Not on that znos and not on any other znos. And we suspect that during the second stira also she was mizane, but maybe at that time there was no edim, and therefore if you give her to drink now, the mind will be baidikar, and even though there are edim b'mdina sayam who saw znos, but since that's not the znos that she's coming to drink for now, she's coming to drink for the second Kenyan stira which had no edus, the mind will be baidikar for that znos of the second stira. This is the reason why we want to give her to drink a second time, even if we hold like the sheet of Rameir, that man can be baidikar for znos in the future. Now the Mishnah Melech, however, he says, we run into a problem when we get to the Gemara in Amid Beis. The Gemara brings the right from the Mishnah later on, One of the cases is, And the Gemara asks the Kasher, that according to Sheshis, that if the Edim of Medina Siyam, the Mayim is not Baidikar, here where the Edim came, it's Nisgala all along, that the whole Kiddush of the Mincha was a Tais, since the Shtiyas Meisaito will not be able to affect her anyhow, so we should say, And that thing we had to answer, the case is talking about that the Edom came and were made, that she was Mizani in Nazara, in other words, after the Kiddush of the Mencha. And the Mishnah Melch asks, what's the Gemara's Kasha? The Gemara can answer simply, the case is talking about Edom came and were made on a different Znos, not the Znos which she's drinking the Mesaita for. And as the Mishnah Melch explained, as long as there's no edus that she was mezana during the steer which she's drinking for, the meisaita is effective. It will factor for any znus as long as for that specific znus there's no edimon. Therefore, the kiddush mincha was not a tois. Why does the gemara have to give a peculiar answer that she was mezana with the pirchei kahuna? Let the gemara say simply the edim were made on a different znus, not during that stira. And the mishnah Malchi explains. He says you have to say that even though Rav Sheshis himself held like we explained that if there are during the steer that she's drinking for, then the mind will not be effective bechlal. If there's no edis nos on the steer that she was drinking for, the mind will be effective, and it will factor for any znos that has no edis on. But Rav, who asked the kashan of Sheshis, he held that there's no svar to be mechalik. Once you say that edi tumma b'medina sayam makes it the mind is not effective, it makes no difference if the edim are on znos during the steer that she's drinking for, or a different time. Either way, the edis should disqualify the mind totally, Therefore, he asked the Kasha that in this case, no matter which znos the Edom come to be made on, since there were Edom at the time that they were Mekadosh the Mincha, it was done betois, and you should be able to be paid to the Mincha. Now, this thing where I answered that even if Rav is correct, still we can answer the Mishnah, the case is talking about that she was Mizana after the Kiddush of the Mincha with the Pirchei Kahuna. This is Bekitzer, some of the main points of the Mishnah Malach, one could take a look over there, he has a big Arichas on the Sugya. Now to get back to the street of Rashi, as we said, the Mishnah Melch understood with Das Rashi that if there are Edim on the Znus of this steer which she's coming to drink from, then the mind will not affect her Bechlal. Vashenkin, if there are no Edim on this steer, even if there are Edim about a different Znus, the mind will affect her. It will even be Baidikar for a Znus which does have Edim. Therefore, he had his Kasha on Rashi that in the case of our Mishnah, Shabo Edim Shitmeya, if the Edim were made about a different Znus, not the one that she had steer on, we should still say Sadi Shakri Ninu. 
And the Mishnah Melch had to be Mechadish Bedas Rashi, that it must be the Pshad is Rechayshish, that she was also Mazana during the first Stira, and there were Edom on that Znus. For that reason, the Mayim wasn't Baidikar. The Mishnah Melch understands Bedas Rashi that if there was Znus on the first Stira, the Mayim would not be Baidikar Bechlal, even for a different Znus. However, the Mishnah Melch says, if so, it should come out according to Rashi that she should be also to the first Bail. That was the Kashi that the Mishnah Melch left off on Rashi. And the Ken he argues on the Mishnah Melch, he learns Rashi differently. Kenora says with that Rashi, when Rashi says, Saito Shishla Aidum Bimadina Sayam, Rashi says Shiro Shinitmo Mizeh, Rashi means that in order for the mind to be Baidikur from any specific znus, it has to be that there were no Aidim who saw that znus. This is how Rashi understands the Joshua of Shashis, the Aidim Bod Leka the Yodaba, La Fukihod Ika the Yodaba. The Pasik is telling you the whole point of the Mesh Saita is to be Baidikur for a znus that we have no other way of finding out about. Any znus which we theoretically could find out about differently through Edim, the mind will not be Baidikar from that znus. However, it makes no difference if the Edis is on a znus that she's coming to drink for, or znus during a different time. All depends on is whether there was Edim on that specific znus in order for the mind to be Baidikar for that Toma, it has to be that there was no other way that we could have found out about that Toma. This is how the Karen Ur understands Bidas Rashi, and therefore the Kasha from the Mishnah also is not difficult. That which the Mishnah says, Shabo Edim Shitmeyo. The din of the Mishnah is true, even if Adam came about a different znus, and you can't ask Sadi Shakrininu, any znus that the Adam come to be made on, the mind will not have been Baidikar from that znus, because it had Edus. This text, however, will not answer the Kasha from Mohammed Bey's, why the Gemara have to say, let the Gemara say that the Adam came to be made on a different znus, for that reason the Kiddush of the Mencha was not Betois. To summarize, we said three Mahalchim over here, when we say this cloud, the Adam B'Medina Sayyam, makes the Mayim ineffective. The Mishnah Melch understood with Rashi that if there are eight days nus on the steer that which she's coming to drink for, that makes the Mayim ineffective, and the Mayim will not be Baidikar, not from this nus, not from a different nus. If the steer that she's coming to drink for does not have eight day Tumma, the Mayim is effective, and will be Baidikar for any Tumma, even a Tumma which does have eight in Bimdina Sayyam. The Kanoira understood Rashi different than the Mishnah Melch, the way he learned Rashi, any znus which has edus, the mind will not be baidikar for that znus. It makes no difference whether it's a znus of the steer that she's coming to drink for, or it's a different znus. The rule always is that any znus which does not have an edus on, the editorial said that the mind will be baidikar because there's no other way we could find out whether she was mizana or not. Any znus which does have edus, then the mind will not be baidikar. And the third mahalch was the way the Mishnah Melch himself understood that is, that if there are Eide's Nus on the steer which she's coming to drink for, that makes it considered a Shtiya Shalai Kedin, it renders the Shtiya ineffective, it will not be Baidikar, not from that Nus and not from any other's Nus. If this steer did not have Eide's Nus, the Shtiya's Mayim was Kedin, and the Mayim will affect her, however it will still only affect her for a Nus that has no Eide's, any Nus that has an Eide's on it, the Mayim will not be effective for that Nus. This is how the Mishnah Melch explained Roshayshis, However, he says that Rav, who asked the Kasha from the Mishnah of Eilushim and Chaseim Misrafais, he understood if you already say that Edim and Medina Sayyam affect the Mayim, then if there's Edim on any Znus, that should affect the Mayim totally. The Mayim should not be Baidikar from any other Znus, even Znus that does not have Edis on. Therefore, even if there's Edim on a different Znus, not the one that she's coming to drink from, that will passel the Mayim from being Baidikar, even if she was actually Mazana during the steer which she's coming to drink for. Now on this last point, the way the Mishnah Melch explains the sheet of Rav, Rabbi Kveger on the side of the Ramam, he asks a very strong kasha. And that is, what happens in the case where a woman had kinu and stiro, 
she drank from the Meisaito, and the Mayim did not affect her. Later on, at some point, two Edim come and are made that she was Mezane in a different situation with a different boil. The din is that she's now ushered to her bowel, to her boil, and to Chumo. However, on the first boil, the first man that she had Kinyan steer with, to him she remains Mutter. Mekvegar's Kasha is, once Edim come on a different Znus, according to this side of the Mishnah Melch, which he says, Bedas Rav, once they're Edim on a different Znus, that will affect the Shtiya. And even if she was Mezana during the Stira, which she's coming to drink for, the mind will not affect her. If so, we should now go back to the din the way it was before she drank from the Meisaita, because we now know that the Meisaita didn't prove anything. That Shtiya cannot possibly prove her innocence. We know that that Shtiya would not have affected her either way, because there are Edim on a different Meisaita's Nus. And yet we don't find anywhere that this din is true, that after Edom come on a different Znus, she now becomes Usher to the first person that she had Kinyan steer with. This is the Rebbe Kasha, which he leaves off with Now move on to another point. There's an important Machlekes Rishenim over here, between Taisfis and the Rambam. What is it then if one aid comes on the Tumah, after she already drank from the Meisaita, and the Mayim did not affect her? Taisfis and Dibramaschavashabolo, brings Misafka Lerebi, he had a suffix, that which the Mishnah says, and the Gemara's Mavur, the case is talking about the Edom came after she already drank from the Meisaita. The suffix of Taisus is, is the Mishnah, Bedafka Edom, Dafka 2, or even 1, if one Ed comes and is made that she was Tomei, after she already drank from the Meisaita, is the Eidech Nemon. Taisus does not explain what exactly are the two Tzadim, but in the end of Taisus he says it's Mistaber that even one Eid is Nemon, even after she drank already, Kedu'ula, just like Ula says, here also will believe the Eid Echad. Now that which Taisus brings the words of Ula is very difficult to understand. The Kanaira, the Biskarov, the Mishnah Lamech, they all ask, this Klal of Ula is, in a case where the Torah gave them us to one Eid, then that one Eid's Eidus has the power of two Eidim, it's Negev, afterwards there'll be a Chosha, but Akupanim here, the question is, Gufa, whether or not the Eid Echad is Neman, when he's made on Tumah after the Shtiyah, how could you apply the Klal of Ula? What does that tell us over here? In the Karnayra and the Mishnah Melech, they explain that a Karchach Taisis does not mean to bring a Raya from Ula to his Sophic. Rather, he just means to say, on the side that even one Eid is Nemon, he's bothered, where's the Psalm in the Loshan of the Mishnah? The Mishnah that says, V'shabo Eidim Sheitmeya, why does the Mishnah not say even one Eid? On that Taisis answers, that Diak is not a Raya, because on the side that the Torah did give Nemonus to this one Eid, and his Edis has the Kayach of two Edim, so he used the Lashon of Edim. Akalpanim, as we see, Taisis is noted to say that one Eid is Neman even after the Shtiyah. Now the Ramam is Mavur now like this. Ramam in Hilcha Saita Per Gimel, Halacha Chav Gimel, he says if two Edim come after the Shtiyah, then Tate say Beloik Suvava Surah Labayla. And he says even though nothing happened to her when she drank from the Meisaita, still the is that the Edim are Neman. However, if one Eid comes after the Shtiyah, the says, Since she drank already here, the Eidecha does not have Namonus after the Shtiya. So the Ram is saying, now like the conclusion of Taisvis, that the one Eid is not Neman after the Shtiya. However, there's Machoikis and Nachoinim, how to understand the Rambam. The Mishnah Lamelch over here explains that this din of the Rambam, that one Eid is not Neman after Shtiya, he says it's not Mefurish in the Gemara, rather it was the Rambam's own Svara. And he explains that the Rambam holds that even though there's Xerus Akosov that says that if one Eid comes, the Eid Echad has Nemonus if he's made on the Znus, that's only if he comes before the Shtiya. He explains the Rambam holds that the Xerus Akosov is telling us 
that one aide has the kayak to prevent her from drinking, not that the aide really has nemonis to tell us that she was mezaneh, his nemonis only goes so far as to tell us that she should not be allowed to drink, and therefore her din is that she remains with her status quo, like every saita before shtiya, she's also to the baal, to the boil, to chumo, and here we don't give her the opportunity to drink to prove her innocence, therefore she remains with that din. The truth is this is meduik in the Lushan of the Rambam, the Mishlamach himself does not make this diak, but others for him do. The Lashon of the Rambam is, in The explanation that the Rambam gives, why she's mutter to her husband, is because she drank already. In other words, all the Eid Echad would have been able to do is to prevent the Shtia. Here where she drank already, it's too late. There's nothing that the Eid Echad could accomplish. So this is the Mahalch of the Mishnah to understand the Rambam. The Karnayur, however, he understood the Rambam differently. He quotes this Mishnah Melech and he says it's a Chiddush what the Mishnah Melech is saying, that the whole Nemonis of Eid Echad is only to prevent the Shtia. He brings it right from a different Ramah like this. And the Karen says the Pashtus would be that since the Gemara says clearly on Dav Gimel Amaralf, the reason why Eid Echad is Nemon is because after Kinyan Steer there's a Raglaim Ladover. For that reason, the Torah gave Nemonis over here to Eid Echad. However, the Karen says once she drank and the Mayim didn't do anything to her, we lose this Raglaim Ladover. She goes back to being Becheskas Tahar. And therefore, the Yerechad would not be Neman. We go back to the regular rule that you need to weigh them. Now, the Kanari continues and he says, even though this is not so poshut, that once she drinks and nothing happened, we lose the Raglayim Ladavar. Because if there is an Yerechad, and eventually this Yerechad did come, then the mind will not be Baidikar. Just like if Sheshit says that if there's two Edim, since the two Edim have Nemonus, that's the reason why the mind will not be Baidikar. So if Yerechad is also Neman, then the same would apply if there is an Yerechad by Medina Sayyam. That would be a reason to prevent the Mayim from being Baidikar. And if so, Lachar the Mayim didn't prove anything, we should still have the Raglayim Ladover. And that the Karnar says, no, the Rambam held that we still consider her Bechaz Kastaira once she drinks and nothing happens. We assume the Pashtas is, and nothing happened because she's actually innocent. We don't have any more Raglayim Ladover, and therefore you'll need to aid him. And he explains this is exactly the point that Taisus argued on the Rambam. Taisus held that if one aid will be Neman after the Shtia, and there will still be a Raglaim Ladavar. The Shtia didn't prove anything, just as Rav Shesha says, by two Eidim, one Eid would be the same thing, since there is an Eid Echad who will have Nemonis to be made on the Tumor, a male of the mind will not be Baidikar. So this is how the Ken understands the Nekuda of the Machaikis between Taisis and the Rambam. The way the Mishnah Melech learned, he explained the Rambam, the whole Nemonis of the Eid Echad always is just to prevent the Shtia. Taisis will argue on that point, and he'll hold the Nemonis of Eid Echad is a real Nemonis, it's not only to prevent the Shtia. Now we'll take a look back in Taisis. Taisis himself mentions about Roshashis, what will be the din if there's one aid in Medina Sayyam? And the Pashtas of Taisis is, this is where the Karen Ura and most Achronim learn, that Taisis, after he brings this Sophic, whether one aid will be Nemon after the Shtia, he adds that on the side that one aid will be Nemon, then Roshashis' din will also be by one aid. Eid Echad in Medina Sayyam also will prevent the mind from being Baidikar. And Taisis means to say that on the other side, on the side that one aid is not Nemon after the Shtia, so then one Eid B'mdina Sayyam will not prevent the Mayim from being Baidikar. The Mishnah Melech, however, understands Taisis differently. The Lashon of Taisis is not so clear, but the way the Mishnah Melech understands is that Taisis is saying, according to both Stadim, whether or not one Eid is Neman after the Shtia, either way, that which of Shesha says, Eidim B'mdina Sayyam, Enamayim Baidikin Oisa, that's Badafka to Eidim, even if one Eid will be Neman after the Shtia, but Eid Echad B'mdina Sayyam will not prevent the Mayim from being Baidikar. And the Mishnah Melch explains, this is how we understand the Joshua of Rav Sheshis. He dashed him from the words, V'nistra v'hinit ma v'eid ein ba. 
He explained the Eid Ba means the lack of the Yodaba, Lafuki Hoda, Ika the Yodaba. If there are Eidim that know about it, then there's no Dinshtiya Saita, meaning the main will not affect her. And Rashi over here points out that even though we made a different Joshua previously, the Eid Ba, we dash that if there's an Eid Echad on the Tumah, after the Kinyas Tira, an Eid Echad is Nemon. Still, Rashi says, Ein we learned this Joshua as well. Only if the Eid Ba, that's when the main will be Baidikar. But if there are Eidim in Medina Sayyam, then the main will not be Baidikar. And the Mishnah Malach explains, here also we say the Eid Ba, Eid means Shtayim, meaning the Torah is saying that if there aren't two Eidim who know about it, then the main will be Baidikar. If there are two Eidim, the main will not. But here also we could say the Eid Ba, if there aren't two, even if there is one, even if there is one Eid who knows about the Tumah, still the main will be Baidikar. Therefore the Mishnah Malach explains that Taisus means to say according to both Sadim, the Joshua of Rav Sheshis itself is Muchach, that one Eid Bimdina Sayyam will not prevent the Mayim from working, and even on the side that one Eid has the Manus after the Shtiya, still that one Eid Bimdina Sayyam will not be enough to prevent the Mayim from working. The Kenar doesn't like this side, he says the Pashtus is, the whole Joshua is telling us that if we have a different way of finding out about the Tumah, then the Mayim will not be Baidikar. The Mayim only works if there's no other way to find out about her guilt. And therefore it's partial to the Karnaira that the dinner of Rosheshis will be totally on the suffix of Taisfis. On the side that one aid is Neman after the Shtiya, then the dinner of Rosheshis will apply over there as well. Eid Echad Bimdina Sayyam, the Mayim will not be Baidikar, since the Eid Echad, if he comes later on, will have Nemanis. Now we have to add, according to the Mishnah Lamelech, and he himself points this out, the way he learns that if one aid comes afterwards, the Eid Echad is Neman, yet still the dinner is that Eid Echad Bimdina Sayyam does not prevent the Mayim from being Baidikar, so the Khair the Kasha remains. The Gemara had asked that if Adam come afterwards, how can we believe them? To go in Muslim affair, the Sadi Shakrininu, from there we proved it like Rav Sheshis. The reason why the Mayim didn't work is because they are Adam. The Khar the Kasha still remains according to the Mishnah Lamelech. If one Yid comes, and Taisis goes like the Sad that the Eid will be Neman, here the Khar the Kasha is to go in Muslim affair, the Sadi Shakrininu. You can say the reason why the Mayim was not Baidikar is because there is an Aid. The Mishnah Lamelech says one Aid from Dina Sam does not prevent the Mayim from working. So the Mishnah Malch explains, he says, you have to say the Gemara means to say that if one aid comes and is made on the Tumah, we don't conclude that he's lying. Rather, we say the reason why the Mayim didn't work is because there's a second aid from Dina Sayyam. Once we know if Sheshish's din, that Shtay Aidim from Dina Sayyam prevents the Mayim from being Baidikar, then even if only one aid comes, we now have a reason why the Mayim wasn't Baidikar, so we won't conclude that the aid Echad must be lying. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the DAF worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a DAF or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.